0: Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode seven, take 562. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are welcoming back. Lindsay! Woo!
1: Hey, everyone!
0: I'm glad to be back. Yeah, you, like, had a human.
1: (laughs) I did, and I aced my New Year's resolution. I did not die. That's right. Yep.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, man, we're going to have to go into that in a minute, actually, because (laughs) you clearly need a new resolution. (laughs) Yep. Um, And also, as you can tell, we have the return of Jess. (laughs) Hi. I'm here. So you get, like, a three-way podcast host uh, segment today. Heck, yeah. So, since Lindsay is here, we're going to let her do the
1: honors of What's in Your Cup? Well, for the first time in a long time, there's actually actual champagne in my cup. Actual alcohol. (laughs) Yes, and this is my first sip. I haven't tasted it yet. The girls made me wait till we were recording. So, today we're doing Cook's Brute. It is a medium dry champagne, and you can find it in any of your local stores, and the bottle that we have is pretty large, Trina. It is pretty large. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So we actually, well, Marshall
0: got this to bring to you at the hospital, but then we found out your brother-in-law was bringing you bottle champagne, so I didn't know how big the bottle was that he got <laughs> until I got home, and he was like, well, this is the bottle I got her because I figured she's <laughs> been wanting it for a while. I was like... But she hasn't drank in a long time. Do you think she's going to drink the whole thing herself? <laughs> well, I'm glad I
1: could do it with you guys. And here we go. I'm going to taste it. And there she goes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I've missed that. Tastes, Tastes good? good.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that first sip. You can't stop. <laughs> That's really good. So, now, inquiring minds want to know. We didn't tell them your birthing story and what happened. All, all we said was that... Clearly, it was unexpected. It was way, way, way <laughs> earlier than intended. And that Rory had just decided
1: that she was going to say, hey, world, I want to be born during prime spring break season. She did. She did. She was thinking about college. Um, so it, I had went to the doctor the week before, um, in the last week of February. I told my doctor, I was like, look, I cannot have a baby bigger than five pounds. And she was like, well, you're going to. And I said, look, she's trying to escape. I can feel it. She wants out. And at the time, I was 33 weeks. So she's like, you're fine. You're about to be 34 weeks. You'll probably go past term. She said, next time in two weeks when you come, we'll do an ultrasound. And I told her that the baby would be 28 pounds by then. Mm -hmm. And she (laughs) laughed and said she still wasn't going to take it out. But she wouldn't uh, let me have it vaginally if the baby was 28 pounds. Oh, that's like, thanks, Doc. Very nice of her, Mm -hmm. you know, consider it. So I go on through my week, and I get up Friday night, early Saturday morning to pee, like I do eight times a night, and all of a sudden, water gushes from me, and I scream, I wake my husband up, I'm like, I think my water broke. He goes, no, you're just peeing on yourself. <laughs> and I was like, but it won't stop. The confidence
0: he had in that <laughs> statement.
1: I mean... Well, it was like three o'clock in the morning, and he's just like, I shouldn't go back to bed. So, I called the on-call number. They were like, are you having contractions? Said no. They're like, if you do, come in. So, I laid down in bed, still gushing. I had to, like, make a makeshift diaper on me.
0: <laughs> and Oh, the joys of pregnancy. <laughs> yes. I
2: mean, is that a thing that you can really do? Could you just be on yourself like that? Well,
1: it wasn't, when I was laying down, it wasn't constant. It was like a little at a time. Hmm. And so <laughs> were you sitting there thinking, like, did I spring a leak? Or? I was Well, you know, anymore, you don't hear about people's water breaking. Like, you know, you hear, oh, they went into labor, but they had to break the water while they were in there or they were induced. Nobody's ever told me how to mm-hmm. listen. It, it was just clear like it was like pee, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. And so then I started having contractions. So I timed them out. Because I didn't want to wake Jay up. He was sleeping, and I was like, Well, I've always heard, like, wait, you know, so you're not, they can't really do anything for you at the hospital. So I waited till they're about eight or nine minutes apart, and I woke him up, told him, Hey, I think, you know, I'm having contractions. So me and him both were like, Well, it's too early. Like, this is probably just a scare, because you always hear women going to the emergency room, and they're like, Oh, no, you're not in labor. Ha ha. Braxton Hicks. Yeah, all like that. that stuff.
0: So we're like, Okay. So, what? No, real quick. Had you had Braxton Hicks yet? Like had you been having like the practice contract? Well, I don't know uh, why they also, call it what, practice. I'm sorry. Uh, what is that?
2: It's it's for like those your of us who are completely <laughs> ignorant about all these things.
0: Well, I may be wrong on this but isn't it it's like your body preparing you for labor so it's like you're having contractions but they're not real. They're like it's your body's practice mode essentially. That's that's how it described to me but it's like not real labor contractions but it's similar to it and it- and people
1: think you're in labor but they're like no
2: it's like the and worst practical joke ever. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you think you're going to have a baby, but not really. If, except for in your case. Yeah. I'd had a little bit of pain here and there, but it went for a while. Went, came back. Nothing that you bad. thought was like
0: contractions. Like, I am I might be having a baby right yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the contractions that I were having, it was like in my back and it felt like the worst menstrual cramps ever. Like, that's how it started. It, it got worse and worse. So we're on our way to the hospital and we're still like, we, we didn't even have a baby bag packed. We didn't have our backpack. We just threw some stuff in a bag and we didn't even put the car seat in the car because we're like, this is, we're not in labor. Like, they're going to send you home. Clearly, yeah, clearly. 34 weeks. So we did put some stuff in the bag because I thought, well, they might want to keep me overnight. So by the time we get there, the bottom of my pajama pants are drenched Dang. from my water still, still. Oh, My water was gone for like four hours. I was leaving a trail, and at this time, it was like a bloody trail through the hospital. Uh, how oh my much God.
2: do you have in there? It was a lot. It
1: was wow. a lot. Then they came, they came into my room, and they're like, what is this mess? I was like, that was me. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> sorry. Something. And they were like, you're in the midst of labor. Full-blown. Rip-roaring labor wow. is what they called it. And I was like, oh, we are? My husband's like, we are? <laughs> and so it they're like yes yes and, and so they checked my dilation i was only like two at that point and they're like we can't stop it your water broke because a lot of times if you're having contractions they can stop it and try to wait a while but when your water breaks you need to have the baby within 24 hours or it could get infected mm-hmm. and then there's a whole dry birthing thing yeah mm-hmm. I've heard some stories so they're like we're gonna let you go like mm-hmm. ho- and they gave me a steroid shot to help her lungs they're like we're gonna hope that you go for another 12 hours so we can give her another one and we're going to go ahead and get you an epidural. So
0: I was, I'm going to pause you real quick. Cause Je- Jess's face with her mouth hanging open is cracking me up. She's kind of like in shock a little bit of yeah. all the things she's hearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you've just been like told the birds and the bees, but like, then the birds and the bees had babies together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're like fascinated.
2: This is like and terrified. This is like the thirties uh, version of the birds and the bees, <laughs> I think, is what this is. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm
1: hearing.
0: The real story. For the yeah. first
1: time. Yeah. Uh, the contractions were horrible. I mean, it did feel like your menstrual cramps in your in your lower belly and your back, but like times twenty. Mm. And I I think I was up to three or four centimeters dilated when they gave me the epidural. And I know it gets worse. Mm -hmm. So once they gave me the epidural, I was fine. I was fine. (laughs) Happy mom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was really scared of that. But I was like, just do it. Stick it in. My husband watched. They made him sit down. They make anyone who watches going to sit down because they might pass out. Um, Really?
0: See, when my sister went into labor, they made us all leave the room. They let us watch her as they sat her on the bed, told her to sit cross-legged and like, or with her legs hanging off, I think the bed the bed was raised up really high, and the doctor went behind her, and she hugged a pillow while they did it, that they made everyone leave the room. Like, they wouldn't mm. let us
2: watch uh, at all. I'm sorry. What does this needle look like, that it's standard procedure that no one looks at it? Yeah. It is know. very long.
1: It's it's very long. And my husband can tell you more about it. I did not look at it, or just don't look at it. See, I didn't
0: realize that. I did not know. I knew it was like a serious... Like, not shot, I guess, or whatever they put in you because it goes in your spine. Yeah. Correct? But, so I knew it was serious because there's risks with it. But I didn't realize, like,
1: do they leave the needle
0: in your back the whole time? Or is it just like, that's how they get the tube in?
1: I think they put the tube in. They get the tube in through the noodle. Needle.
0: Noodle? Needle? Needle. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, you probably feel like a noodle if you look at that needle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And they were like, don't move. And I'm like, what if I have a contraction? Like, while they have, and I did. Yeah. And they're like, just
0: don't move. Just don't move.
1: How do you not move when you're having contractions? Like, oh, you're in gut ridging pain, but hey, don't move for a second. It was so hard. But you know what? The IV in my hand hurt way more than that epidural.
0: Well, I don't know about, you know, giving birth or anything like that in epidurals. But when I had surgery on my hip last fall, that was the worst like IV that anyone has ever yeah. given me. It took three different pricks and a woman digging around in my hand before finally she went and got someone else and the other woman came in and went
1: yeah. right in. It,
2: that was the worst. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. Where's the Grey's Anatomy version of all of that? <laughs> right? Yeah, right? They can't fit this in to yeah, an they, hour episode. The TV does not.
0: I feel like because probably TV is written a lot by men, so it's like their version of what birthing is. Mm-hmm. And like so it's like the happy, glowing, pregnant woman and pregnancy is wonderful. And then the birth is like you sneeze and a baby pops out. But <laughs> I feel like the real world version of that is cramps times 20. Yeah. And... <laughs> You know, long needles being jabbed in your back. But hey, this happens literally every day, multiple times a day with
1: hundreds and thousands of people in every hospital. So, you know, it's totally normal and fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then after the epidural, like, like completely from the waist down, you go completely numb. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how when you go to the dentist and you get work done and your jaw feels like it's four times as big?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I like kept touching my leg I'm like what is that it's huge it was because I couldn't feel anything Well,
2: I, I hate oh. that feeling too <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, the feeling is kind of horrible it, the feeling is a lot better than what you were feeling beforehand with it's the contraction and then they're like okay you're having a contraction I'm like la da I can't feel a thing so, so Lindsay is pro epidural yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> I was like they're like do you want one I was like I need extra epidural because mm-hmm. it was hurting that bad Dang. and I, maybe I'm a wimp I don't know but I was like give it to me hmm um yeah you hear the story sometimes where it's like
0: the epidural doesn't take like did they hit the wrong spot in the back with the big needle and then like you only go
1: numb on half your side or you, you get slightly numb but you still feel everything oh yeah like oh and a student did mine what yeah and she asked if it was okay and I was like well Sure. I mean, we've but all you have been to learn there. learn somehow. And usually they're a lot more particular because, you know, they're like, oh, somebody's watching me. They, she did have somebody watching her. But my husband was like, is this your first one? And she's like, no. <laughs> Good answer.
0: Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they even trained them like, if it's your first one, don't tell them it's don't your tell first them. one. <laughs> right, But right. she
1: did great. Like, I, as soon as she did it, I didn't feel another one. Because mm-hmm. they said it might take a couple minutes to kick in. It did not. It was like that.
0: You know, I also feel like, uh, side note, with like students that they're probably trying way harder than someone who's so used to it. Like I do this every day, all the time, you know, maybe not that they're carefree about it,
1: but you know, probably, you know, it's
0: routine to someone Mm -hmm. who's done it for a while. Yeah.
1: And I was like, well, she needs to learn. So yeah, you know, I didn't have a problem with it, but that happened. So we sat there forever. My family came, his family came, we had friends come. I was fine. Um, My doctor, they were like, she'll be in after brunch. And I'm like, can you tell her to bring me a mimosa? Like
0: <laughs> you're gonna get to have one. Since.
1: And so she came in. I was like, "Did you bring my mimosa?" She's like, "No." She's like, "Somebody better be bringing you champagne." I said, "Well, they will. Don't worry." And uh,
2: <laughs> I didn't get to drink it, but that's later in the story. Um, I'm sorry. Can I interrupt for just a hot sec? Um, your doctor went to to brunch. Yes. For, first, she didn't have any alcohol. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that sucks. I told her, I was like, well, you should have if you're going to deliver a baby. But you were (laughs) in labor so long that she went to brunch? Oh, yeah. I mean, I still didn't give birth to several hours. This was around lunchtime. Okay, but she was just like, bye, girl. You're fine. I'm going to brunch. Well, she went to brunch before she even came to the hospital. okay
1: because it takes a while it does take a
0: while usually they say if you don't have if you don't do the epidural sometimes it can go a little bit faster but Mm. also i think it just depends on if it's your first child your second child or um
2: the epidural slows the birth down i mean i'm -hmm. just checking she just called the hospital and they're like oh hey Lindsay's here she's like super early and she's like okay cool i have brunch plans i'll be in later well they they measured me okay just
1: three centimeters dilated. I had to get to 10. Okay. I'm, this is all an
2: education. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting educated right uh, now. I'm wondering how many people are going to be like
0: listening to this and being like, wow, I really need to Google some of this. <laughs> like, I've already
2: got on my list
0: like how long is the needle they stick in your back for an epidural? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like...
2: That's my list. Jess's list looks like it might be like 10 pages right now. Yeah. But the look on her face. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jess. Okay, well, that sucks, though, that she didn't bring you a mimosa. I know. I mean, what the yeah. heck.
1: I know. I had the coolest nurses. They were awesome. And then... Um, I was starving though, had not eaten since like 6 p.m. the night before. And all I could like, think about was like, we should have stopped at Crystal Burgers on the way in because I was hungry. And you, they won't let you eat just in case they mm-hmm. have to do a C section or something. They're like, Do you want some pain in medication? I was like, In a hamburger. In a hamburger. Nobody <laughs> would bring me food. And so my mother-in-law was like, I will get you something to eat after you have the baby. And they're like, you can eat it. one hour after. And I'm like, okay. But nobody put their fingers around my mouth because I was. So, <laughs> they had to give me nausea medicine because I got so hungry. So we sat there and waited and waited and waited. And they kept checking to see how far I was dilated. My doctor came in, did not bring me a mimosa. She's like, okay, I'm leaving. Be back in a little bit.
2: Where'd she go this time? <laughs> Dinner?
1: I don't know. She said she'd be back. She's like, we're hoping to get you till 7. I don't think you're going to last till 7.
0: She probably went check on some other patients or do something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> to the office, you know, okay. do some filings. Take a nap um, from her brunch. <laughs> so finally, <laughs> I was like two, I, I was completely dilated and I was like two minutes apart. So she's like, okay, let's go ahead and start this. This is like at 7 p.m. So right at about the time they would have given me the second shot. As soon as I started to push, my contractions went to eight minutes apart. And they're like, nope. We're in this now. So they gave me, what is it, Pitocin? Pitocin, yeah. Yeah. It it helps to speed it up a little bit. Yeah. Makes you contract more. So we did that. And so I pushed for an hour and a half. Yeah. But it wasn't like a full hour and a half because we had sometimes 10 minutes in between contractions. (laughs) So let's let's go into that a little bit
0: because I know that surprises people um, that you only push... When there's a contraction. So if there's that eight minute gap, it's like, push one, two, three. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk for about 10 minutes and then push. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It really is. It's like, okay, so what are we doing tomorrow? All right, let's go again. And the NICU team was in there because she was so early. So there's a whole crowd of people. You had an audience. I had an audience. Wow. Wow. How did that make you feel? I didn't care. (laughs) At that
0: point, probably, I I feel like every mom says that at that point. They're like, I don't care. Just get it out of me.
1: Yeah. And they kept telling you to push, but you can't feel anything. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to push. Finally, it felt like I was going to the bathroom, like a number two. And they're like, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm like, all right. (laughs) I guess that's how you push. This isn't how they said you had a baby, but. I was like, are you sure? I'm not going to shit on myself. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, finally, I mean, it it didn't take that many pushes, mm-hmm. but it lasted an hour and a half. Like, it felt forever. Mm-hmm. And so, then they t- take her out. I got to hold her for a brief moment before they had to clean her up and take her to the NICU. Then I looked down, because I tore, because you can tear in between your vagina and your butt. And I did a yeah. little bit. And so, they had to stitch me up. And, of course, I couldn't feel it. And I looked down, and I see all this blood everywhere. And I'm like, it's a lot of blood. They're like, oh, sometimes it just hits the ceiling. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? And then my husband shows me a curtain that's probably five, six feet away. And there was blood on it for me.
2: <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. What? Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I uh-huh. did not know about that. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Like, it
1: it just, like, exploded out of you? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, And, and it may have come from this later. So, <laughs> have the baby. They sell me up everything. And they're like, okay, like, now we have to get the afterbirth out. So, And this is the part that nobody tells you. They take your stomach and they press on it really hard. And that takes stuff out of you. And they do it until you stop bleeding. Mm -hmm. And it usually takes about five times. Well, my epidural had worn off about 30 minutes before I stopped giving birth. But about the time I stopped it, we were good. But no, the stomach part, mm mm-mm. That was the most painful thing. And they had to do me at least 15 times. I couldn't stop bleeding. And I think you were in there.
0: Yeah, I remember being in there at that point in time. I'd never heard you or anyone scream like that much pain. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. What are they doing to her?
1: It hurt so bad. And then they kept giving me medicine to stop the bleeding. But I would have side effects to the medicine. So at one point, I just started shaking really bad.
0: That I witnessed too. The shaking was... It was it was weird to watch because it's like the, it was almost like she was absolutely freezing and the room was a little cold but it wasn't that cold especially not by Lindsay's standards she could probably stand outside in a blizzard and think this feels great but she is sitting there just shaking uncontrollably and. We're all just looking at her like, "What is happening? This can't be normal."
1: Yeah, they came in there like, "Oh, that's a side effect in the medicine." No. They then, acted
0: like it was completely normal, so that kind of eased a little bit of it. But yeah. at the
1: same time, we were like, "This still don't seem right." Yeah, and then they gave me one that made me nauseous. They kept pressing on my stomach. They kept bleeding. Like my poor husband, like they just took our baby to the NICU. I'm like bleeding. It, like blood keeps coming out. It was like it was like a horror film. <laughs> and he 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 really freaked out but finally they got it under control five or six hours later i got to eat and i did not even want any champagne Mm -mm. at that point i was so tired i just wanted to eat and go to sleep well
0: i bet that was just a surreal experience because you go through all of that it's not what you've heard so it's not like fully what you expected and then at the end, I mean, you had a baby, but you didn't have the baby with right, you. Right, right. So that must have been a really just odd experience to be going through all of that. And like your reward is that you have a child with you, but you didn't really even get to see
1: her again until the next day, right? We went and saw her around midnight that night. They, when they were reeling me to my room and we saw her for about five minutes and then we didn't get to see her again till the next day. I think it was two days till I even got to hold her again. Oh my goodness. Wow. And she was in the NICU for seven days.
0: I remember when I saw you the day after, you were saying that it just felt kind of surreal because the whole, it's like you had a baby, but you didn't have a baby.
1: Yeah, my husband's like, do you feel like a parent? I'm like, no, I don't even know where our baby is. <laughs> and the, the Nikki was great and all the nurses were great. It was just very hard because mm-hmm. we went every day to see her. I felt guilty if I wasn't there 24-7. I would wake up and be like, "Let you know, tell my husband at 2 o'clock, let's go see her. He's like, no, go to bed. Like, you need to rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really hard. It was really hard.
0: Of course, the rest of the world doesn't stop turning, and you probably were expected at work on Monday, and <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you had a baby over the weekend. <laughs> I texted my supervisor Sunday, Saturday morning, and I was like, uh, by the way, I'm in labor. She's like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Thankfully, I, have, I work with some great people, and they covered it. I was working in the hospital Sunday night and had to... What? email them all of my stuff because to cover something you don't think about you know it's like oh gosh if this
0: happens way sooner should be getting ready right before you go into your third trimester yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so she was early but she's great she was six pounds and five ounces even though she was so early so you you were right if you had gone full term you would have had a 28 pound baby exactly they should have listened to you and your instincts that's what i told her i said look she was trying to escape and she's huge and she came out cute and petite and wonderful with a head full of hair she did she is her daddy's hair is Lots so cute mm-hmm. so cute yeah but she did um you know they had to keep her in the NICU for lung development and then she had jaundice but she is good now and she's gorgeous and she is
0: such a good baby yes she is. she's she been so cute every time i've seen her mm-hmm. either that or she's on her best behavior when you know visitors are yeah. around right right but that's why i've been gone so okay so before we go on, I feel like you missed two really funny things about this story. I feel like we also probably need to insert like a <laughs> maybe a, a preface to this conversation that's like graphic details about birth. If you want to stay in the shiny happy land where it's the or, Grey's Anatomy right. story, <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe don't listen until we, we should have, we should have inserted it the this twenty camera. minute marker. <laughs>
1: But you should, I mean, nobody tells, every. it's all fun and glorious and, you know, amazing. And it, parts of it are, ish. Ish. <laughs> and then,
2: but you know, nobody tells you the whole gory real story of it. So you, we just got the real, uh, gory, Rory story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real, real from the Champagne Way. Yes. <laughs>
0: So this is why you drink from
1: now on yes. every time
0: you remember this. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the the trade-off is that you've got a beautiful, like, happy, healthy baby.
1: Yeah. And the whole, like, birth and pushing thing with the epidural, i do that again. That part. That part. That part. <laughs> and maybe, supposedly in a year or so, I'll forget everything bad. So we'll see.
0: All right. So the two things that I feel like you missed out on. One, what happened when you got in the car to leave and you were in the garage?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. So we're getting in the car It's 6 a.m. in the morning by the time we are headed to the hospital, and my car is parked in the garage, and my husband, of course, is driving because I may or may not be in labor, Mm -hmm. and he pulls out of the garage, and he just lights into me, you never park this car straight in the garage, it is crooked, why can't you do it? And I just look at him, mid-contraction, I'm like, this is not the right time he's like i just don't understand us like again timing not the right time no no No.
0: (laughs) did he like realize it and think oh i'm sorry yeah yeah
1: he he did he was like okay you're right
0: (laughs) (laughs) you told me that we came to see you i think it was before you even had rory at that point in time and i was like really really (laughs) but you know it's funny they always say that guys it doesn't hit them until like until it's like go time and then they start to sit there and think like, but I got to shave first. I got to shower. I got to do <laughs> something. And like they distract themselves. It sounds like he was okay about getting you to the hospital, but just the I, <laughs> picking the wrong time to complain about
1: your parking skills. Yeah. I don't think he really thought we were in. And I didn't either. I didn't know. But I think he thought, okay, there's no way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. And then the other thing you told me that was hilarious. What else did you have going on on
1: Monday? Oh. After oh, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. so After
0: yeah. you had already had
1: your baby. Our maternity shoot was scheduled for the day after we had Rory. Oh, I <laughs> forgot about that. I was thinking about your tour. Oh, that too. <laughs> and Monday we had the hospital tour so we could see the hospital and just uh, find out where we go no. when I go into labor and all of that. Yeah.
0: So she, you had her before... Both the maternity shoot and the tour of the hospital yes. where you'd already given
1: birth. <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, we missed both of those. Okay. You, you don't say. <laughs> Is there a cancellation policy? No. <laughs> I know, my friend was going to do the photos, and he texted me the day, the day after we posted on Facebook we were in labor. He said, so I guess we're not doing the uh, maternity
2: shoot. We're doing a family shoot. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Yeah. Oh, so, man. So do you think you did okay without the uh, hospital tour? <laughs> yeah, we figured it out. Great.
1: Well, when I called the doctor on call to tell him we
2: were coming in, I was like, do I just
1: go to the emergency room? And she's like, no. And she told me where to go. Oh. Otherwise, it would have been a disaster.
0: So there is a process that, like, some good things to know about. That's probably good that you called the
1: head to ask them. Yeah. And one thing, too, is you can pay a little extra outside of insurance and get a suite, which is a little bit bigger. Um. And... We were going to look at those, heard, you know, really good things about them. But we ended up being in a regular room. It was fine.
0: That was a regular size room. That thing was huge anyway.
1: Well, the one I gave birth in was.
0: Well, the birthing suites are, yeah, they're usually a lot bigger. Yeah.
1: The one they put me in afterwards Mm -hmm. was
2: really, really small. It was fine. That's true. It was fine. So really just call ahead. If you're in labor, don't go to the ER. (laughs) Unless (laughs) you're like spurting blood. Just call ahead to a doctor in the maternity ward, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wow.
0: Well, that's all fascinating. And I'm
2: alive. I'm here. Yeah. How are you feeling?
1: Good. Good. T- I get tired easy um, breastfeeding. So that takes a lot out of you. My back still hurts. I don't know if it's from the epidural labor, the way you sit while you're breastfeeding or pumping.
0: Probably an adjustment also because you're, you're used to carrying the baby up front oh. and the, that too. So you're probably, your posture's probably going back into a normal <laughs> you, well not even a normal situation because you, like you said you're leaning forward yeah. you're breastfeeding you're you're doing you're carrying the baby now so you're yeah maybe there is no back to normal maybe it's just finding your new normal
1: <laughs> yeah and she's about to be three weeks old and we've kept her alive this long so that's a win-win there you go congratulations congrats
0: I feel like we're going to have to like drink about that each week, you know. Uh (laughs) We're good. You're like four weeks in, five weeks in. (laughs) Yeah. The day after
1: we brought her home, my mom was like, so how'd it go? I was like, well, she's alive. So I'm going to count that as a win. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, That's a win. Good win. Yeah. So now you've completed your New Year's resolution.
1: Yep. What the heck are you going to do now? I think that's a good one for the whole year. I don't have to have another one. (laughs) Mm
0: -mm. Yeah, that's right. You just got it knocked off like way early. Most people quit by now. So I know, you know. You and don't I'm, even have to quit. You you like succeeded.
2: I'm like, like one for one. So why mess this I, year up? I, exactly. I think you're fine. Good yeah. point. Cheers to that. Cheers to that indeed. I think I'm going to need a lot more champagne after hearing that story though.
0: Yeah. So you want to have kids now? No. <laughs> uh,
2: that was uh, <laughs> That stomach pressing thing though. That was horrible. And I asked to
1: see the placenta, and they wouldn't show it to me. Why? It really, it's your
2: placenta. They said it was
1: really gross. I was like, but I want. I think I was so hungry they were scared I would eat it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> they're like, oh, uh, they probably have like a code for it. It's like code blue, weird mom. <laughs> I may have threatened that.
1: And they're like, if you saw it, you would not? I was like, wow, well, yeah, it? Maybe
2: they thought you were going to be one of those weird moms who would like take it home and like plant it or like sell it on the black Wait, market. People plant them. Yeah. What do they think? They're going to grow a baby so they don't have to go through that again? I've heard like weird stories that people like plant their placenta or like freeze it for later years or sell it on the black market. People for, eat pe- it. Yeah, people eat it. Ugh. They put some in their smoothie every morning. Just, no. They think it has like beauty properties and stuff and health benefits.
0: I don't know. We
2: were joking
1: mm-hmm. about that with my doctor during those interim times I wasn't pushing. And Come so on. when it came out, I was like, I want to see it. They were like, no. no. <laughs> Wait, can I ask what your your first post-birth meal was? First of all, I usually don't like chicken. Like, I'm just not a big chicken eater. I had wanted chicken nonstop since I gave birth. So, it was from Logan's, and it was mesquite grilled chicken That's and that. a loaded baked potato. Peppercorn dressing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: I was mm. going to say, every time we've gone to Logan's, we're always like, mm, that, that dressing is so good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it
1: was really good. Nice. It was kind of late when they went and got the meal, so I had to think of something open. And I was like, that actually sounds really good.
0: And then you still didn't get to eat it for like several more hours. It was
1: cold, but it was delicious. Anyway, I'm wow. a mom now. That should scare y'all. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, that's true. You are a mom. <laughs> you are a mom.
2: <laughs> you sure are. You're going to have a lot more mom stories to contribute. Like I know. The next yeah. couple of podcasts.
1: Y'all are going to be like, forever. okay, can you like talk about something else? But um, obviously I'm obviously on my to leave. I'm home with my baby so that might be all y'all get for a while to like share
2: everything Mm
0: -hmm. well so now that you've gone through birth and survived that you have the baby like what are the things that you're most excited about now that you have her
1: (laughs) well we did her first photo shoot today her newborn photo shoot and that was really exciting i can't wait to see the pictures and i don't know i I don't really know what to expect you know she's smiling she's just amazing So I just can't wait to see like what the next thing she does is.
0: I'm excited to see what kind of like mom you're going to be. Are you going to be like Mm -hmm. the one who's like all about the poster board, explaining all the milestones like every single month or do like the little picture with something on her or, you know, dressing her up and taking weird pictures. (laughs) All of the above. All of the above.
1: (laughs) All of the above. above. Yeah. I mean, my undergrad is in photography, so I have already started doing that and I already have like the little stickers and I already have this little chalkboard. Perfect. So I already have everything. And I'm definitely going to be that mom who like dresses like their kid. You know, the, the matching mommy in me. <gasps> oh, my God. Please. That people
2: make fun of. That yes. is going to be me.
0: <laughs> that people make fun of. That's, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's fantastic. But, but I feel like you have to do like some costume outfits, okay? Oh, like yeah. You can't just do
1: like, oh, here's a cute top. No, mm-hmm. no. And I want to do like a family theme for every Halloween.
2: Oh yeah, yes, yes, that's
0: I agree. Definitely going to be cute. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah,
2: can't wait. Can't mm-hmm. wait for the first Halloween. Yeah. I don't know when. When's Rory's first haunted house? <laughs> and I mean, scary October. <laughs> oh, October. All right. October. Great. Right. <laughs> Starting her young. <laughs> yep. I mean, you could make your house into a haunted house for her first haunted house.
1: My grandmother started telling me scary bedtime stories when I, as far back as I can remember. So that's going to happen.
2: Oh Well, I mean, myself start doing it now. Yes. Yeah.
0: All righty. So, obviously, you were out the last two podcasts, and we had lovely Jess here filling in. Mm-hmm. Hi. And so, I don't know if you've been busy, like, dealing with, like, a
1: baby or something,
0: <laughs> but if you haven't listened, we made up this whole March Madness-themed bubbly bracket last week.
1: Yes, I'm very excited.
0: So... We have decided to extend the submissions for the week. We are trying to narrow it down to our Sweet 16, mm-hmm. and which we'll be doing sometime between now and next week. And at that point, we'll be taste testing the Elite 8.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct me
0: if I say any of this wrong. Okay. <laughs> Still, I know nothing about basketball, but I'm really excited about the Bubbly Bracket. That's right. Yes. So if you're still wanting to participate in the bubbly bracket, uh, get online, go to our website at www.theschampagneway.com and click on bubbly bracket and you can submit your favorite brands of champagne,
1: Prosecco, Rosé, anything that's bubbly. Yes. And thank y'all for extending it a week. Gives me time to participate. we got to build yeah. up your tolerance <laughs> yeah,
2: and for taste testing. That's right. And you can also go into our social media yes oh. uh go
0: on our social medias uh we have a post on facebook and on instagram um about the bubbly brackets you can even list your favorite ones in the comment section and we will add that to the tally and create the sweet 16. so follow us on instagram at the champagne way and also on facebook.com backslash the champagne way or just look up at the champagne
1: way anybody else fill in the champagne yep
0: yeah. Well, lightweight crap, man, I think
2: you I think your tolerance might be uh, down <laughs> just a mid- little bit
0: lower than it usually
2: is It's really yeah. hot in here <laughs> I mean <laughs> Lindsay's gonna get toasted yeah she is good thing she's not driving tonight <laughs> no, nope. that's all right um, the baby's driving <laughs> oh, okay she already got that license yep okay mm-hmm.
0: All right, Jess. So on the last podcast, we were talking about how you had an extended weekend and some celebration plan for
2: the boyfriend's birthday. what did you end up doing? Yeah, we took Monday off uh, from work. We played hooky from work, but not really because we, we got it off from work approved. So, you know, we still playing hooky, <laughs> playing, playing hooky. Um, and, you know, we decided to uh, to just stay in town for his birthday instead of going and spending an extravagant amount of money out of town. And we just decided to play Nashville tourist. Because, you know, there's a lot of things around here that, you know, things that you just don't get around to doing. Because we live in such a touristy town and you're just like, oh, I'm not going to go do that because.
0: Oh, I was like I, that when yeah. I lived in Florida. Right. Um, right. I think
2: everyone does that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go to a Grand old Opry performance until I had a friend come in town from New York until like two years ago. I've never lived been here like your whole life. Right, except a couple years in Boston.
1: Hold up. You said you've never been there? Never been to the Grand Ole Opry. And you're also from Tennessee? I'm from, and my husband grew up here in the Madison Old Hickory area. He's never been either.
0: Oh my God. What? Okay, well, I am that person who plays tourists because I think, I mean, I think because when I lived in Orlando and. Missed out on certain things until I knew I was moving, and then all of a sudden I was like, all the things I wanted to do that I never did. You right. know, I like quickly had a list of things I had to do, and then every time I go back, I still try to do some of those touristy things. I mean, I've already been to the Grand Ole opera
2: like three times, and even sat on the stage twice. But your <laughs> job has to do with music. Too. Okay, granted, yeah, so that's, uh, that is true. Right. That is true. Right. But yeah, so we just decided to do that. We actually ended up going to the Fresh Center. Just because they had an exhibit uh, on Roman artifacts, which I'm sure were a bunch of nerds. So I'm sure that sounds boring to some people, uh, but it was in conjunction with the British Museum. So they had a bunch of really cool artifacts from like ancient Roman times. Um, so like that was right up our alley. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was it was super fun. Um, so we did that. And then we went down to Acme and had lunch there. So have never eaten food at Acme before. Which level were you on? We just stayed on the first, but we went to the bar, um, and I had a cocktail that they, like, poured on tap. Ooh, like, it that's was, different. Like, it was a cocktail on tap. What like, kind you know, of cocktail? Uh, well, there was vodka in it, and there was some St. Germain, and there was some ginger liqueur. Oh, um, was, that sounds delicious. It was, and it was, it, it was, like, made with Tito's vodka, and so it was, like, a Tito's bottle on the tap. And so they just like poured it in my cup. Did you like see that on the tap and think? Yeah. And ask about it? Or did they tell you about it? No, no, no. I saw it and I was like, I'm sorry. Do you have a Tito's bottle on tap? Like what's happening here? (laughs) And they were like, oh, it's a cocktail we have. And I was like, "Mm, yes, please. That one.
0: (laughs) See, I think I've only eaten at, I've drank at the bar. They do have some really good drinks at Acme. I think I've had like maybe I've picked at some of my husband's food or something when we've been on the first floor. But during CMA Fest every year, the second floor of that bar is like our staging ground. Like we go there every time we want to cool off, we want to eat. Actually, it's the third floor is where we usually like set up space at a table. The second floor, we'll go get food from there because for some reason, each floor, they do different menus. And the second floor, they have like nachos and sushi. I don't know why, but both of those things are amazing. And they're like the only two things on that like floor that... You can get... That's so random. The rest of the menu, I think, like, on the first floor, it's more southern cooking. You can get, it, like, catfish it Yeah, and- it's
2: really southern cooking. But, like, I mean, I always want to try some hot chicken anywhere I go, basically. And so I was like, oh, the hot chicken sandwich, obviously... Um, and it was so good. And it wasn't on a bun. It was just like on some toasted white bread. Ooh. Just some like white cheddar. And it was just a subtle hot. Mm-hmm. And it was like a really good piece of chicken. And with the fries. I don't know what they were fried in. Obviously something not healthy at all. But they were like double fried. And they were mm-hmm. so crispy. And I was just like... I, And they had like some spicy ketchup. and like, All of this sounds really good. And it I'm was, really hungry now. It was <laughs> yeah. so good. So it was great. So like we we both had... Not eaten there before, so we ate there, and then we went to the country music. I'm gonna stop you right there because if you're not from Nashville and you don't know what we're talking about, Acme
1: is a rest, like a multi level restaurant slash bar. Slash music venue. (laughs) All of the above. Nightclub, kind of. Oh, yeah. They'll head down on the weekend.
2: On on first. Yeah. I think they even do like a live radio show from there, like one day a week. Yeah, they do because we (laughs) passed it when we left. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was in the window. They have everything there. Yeah. It's a little, a lot, you know, a lot of stuff for everyone. So, yeah, it's a great, it's a great place. And we just decided we just like hadn't, you know, we don't really ever go there. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, let's go there. So first in Broadway, great place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah Then we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame Museum uh, Because I've been there But my boyfriend Has never been there And It was a great place They had a couple of Like rotating Exhibits So they had one On Faith and Tim McGraw And their careers And how they Met up eventually Like you know come, Their careers have come together um, That was really cool um, They had one on Shania Twain
0: Okay oh, I need to see that one <laughs> That would be awesome
2: Yeah that one was really cool Still never been there
0: yeah, yeah. So you haven't been there either. No, oh my gosh, I love the Country Music Hall of Fame. I think it's so much fun to go to and like look around.
2: Like yeah, it's really cool because it traces the roots of country music from the early 1900s. I didn't realize how many types of country music there are mm-hmm. like the rockabilly country music and the bluegrass country music and just all the different types, and they cover it all.
0: California I really, country music the California, the Bakersfield. The Bakersfield. Yeah. I, was, I didn't know if they still had that set up, but
2: I found that to be yeah, so fascinating. It's really interesting. And then they trace it like all the way to like the nineties and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and but they still have like that that part where it's like an Elvis display too that yeah this car. Oh, they have Elvis's Cadillac limousine. That thing is ridiculous. It's
0: huge. I was about to say, Lindsay, you've got to go yeah. I could live in that car.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I looked at pictures and I really wanted to have my wedding there, but I did not have an extra trillion dollars. Yeah. If that's
2: that's <laughs> probably on probably what it would be. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um I, I, we have friends that are getting married there what? in June and I'm like
2: so excited to go to their wedding. Can I be your plus one? <laughs> are they getting married I'm, like in the rotunda thing?
0: Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure where in there, but they've always wanted to get married there like she explained something about it where they think they both have history with the hall of fame and like, Mm. you know, and with country music and just music in general, um, they're very musical people. And so they're going to be doing their wedding there. And when they send out their invitations, like, I think it was like a year and a half ago. I was like, Oh my god, I cannot wait till this
1: wedding. So. I'm your plus one. I'm calling it now. <laughs> You're yep. calling it
2: now? <laughs> Sorry, husband. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsey's Lindsey's taking. I mean, it play. technically I know these people because of the husband though, so oh, okay. he's probably gonna be I mean, busy. Yeah, he might be busy. I mean he'll
0: probably be playing drums at some point yeah, during right. the wedding. So, um,
2: so oh. yeah, but the, and they clearly like put updated um artifacts in there so like they had Sergio Simpson's stuff in there, like his Grammy. And then like the guitar and the guitar case where he stood outside of Bridgestone when he wasn't invited into that one country. Oh, the award he, show. When he wasn't yeah. like nominated at the award show and he stood outside and played. Um, and my particular favorite, obviously, as a Preds fan, was uh, Keith Urban's Preds jersey that he wore last year when he sang the national anthem during the Stanley Cup finals. That's pretty cool. Um, And so they, like, had that displayed in there. And I was like, this is a great artifact.
0: (laughs) I I wonder how long they wait until, like, after the event has occurred that they're like, hey, um,
1: buddy, can we borrow that for a few months? uh, They They borrow those or buy them?
0: I think they borrow them for the most part. I mean, because museums are...
2: Um, nonprofits mm. So Right I mean some stuff They probably just keep For like ever Like they have Carrie Underwood's Dress that she wore When she won American Idol And in those cases I
0: think more It's their They're donated Right Oftentimes the uh, Estates will donate stuff And I think they They do archives Of all sorts mm-hmm. of things um, That they probably Keep track of And then break out When they change their exhibits And curate Different exhibits but Right It's yeah. such It's such a cool place to go uh, most of the time I've always been there. It's been with like visitors or like a group. I've always just wanted to sort of go by myself mm-hmm. just so that I can take all the time I want to go through and read right. every little thing. I think it, it would take like a few visits to get through everything, but unless you just have the stamina to walk around for several hours, but. Right.
2: So, it's, it, yeah. There's was, so much. There was so much. And th- this was like, this is my third visit and my boyfriend's first. Um, and we kind of went at the end of the day. So we only had like two and a half, three hours, but. We went through most of it, um, but it was five o'clock by that time. So in order not to get caught in rush hour traffic, we ended our day at Robert's Western World for a drink on Broadway. Whoop, whoop. Wow. That's right. So we were legit Nashville tourists. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I was like, this is so
0: random, but uh, if you ever have visitors coming into town and you really want to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame and you want to get the opportunity to go back there several times over... I remember one of those times that we had, I think my, my dad and my stepmom and I think my nephew came in town and we decided we were going to take him over there to see the hall of fame. And it's like $50 a person to get in, or maybe it was a little less than that. But by the time we paid for the four of us, plus my nephew, it was going to be well over a hundred dollars. Well, they had a family membership pack that was a hundred dollars and you got two adult passes that could come back in like all year. You got two kids that could go with you for free all year. And they gave you two free guest passes on the spot. So for less than the cost of all of us to get in that day, we just paid for a family membership. And we all split the cost of it because it was the cost uh, essentially for everyone to go anyways that day. And we could go back the entire rest of the year for free. Well, that's
2: amazing.
0: Yeah. It was like it took all it took was like about 10 minutes of standing there and looking at the math and going like, wait a minute
2: loophole. <laughs> well, <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah, because actually I think uh, membership was $50. Is it? Yeah, I think, I, I think for individual, but a family membership, that's a really good idea.
0: Mm-hmm. It just worked out. And then if we wanted to take our niece and nephew, if we had any other visitors and tell them we could take their kids, because you don't have to like write down like Who the is. names of the kids that you're taking with you. So we were like, oh, it can be a bonding experience for our nephew and niece when they want to go. Obviously, they were way too young. So that right. was... You know, didn't really work out, but we were able to go for a whole year if we wanted to. Well, keep that in
2: mind, listeners. Mm-hmm. Nice little, nice little loophole. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was our Monday. It was a it was a really fun like we felt very cultured, and like we got to eat some delicious food.
1: That nice. sounds
0: like fun. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that's on your maybe newly formed Nashville tourist list? <laughs>
2: I mean, like to do like in the future. Yeah,
0: in the future. Now that you've done that, do you want to do it again and find other things? Like, are there things oh, in the yeah. city that
2: you're like, I have to do this at some point in time? I mean, we have so many restaurants on the on the list. Uh, there's another exhibit coming up at the first in the fall that we want to go to. Uh, it's on like Paris. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, so I just like. We didn't even realize about the frist thing until we just picked up a Nashville scene and there was a big ad about it. So I'm like, we just have to stay better, like attuned to this kind of stuff. I've still never done the Ryman tour. I've been to the Ryman. Oh, once, once. once. Oh my I saw god, Kid Rock
1: and I left early because it was horrible.
2: <laughs> what Why did you see that was ho- like the show you were at? Yeah. was horrible.
0: Kid Rock
1: at
2: the oh. Ryman. That's a
0: weird venue Kid- for him to be playing. Yeah, I would. I bet that was horrible.
2: Well, yeah.
1: I was really. You know, hesitant to sit in the first couple rows. I didn't want to get an STD, <laughs> and it was so bad I left and just went to the bar, mm-hmm. like outside. At, you know, in those carts they have. Yeah, and until the people I came with left.
0: Man, I've been to so many really good shows at the Ryman. I'm I'm disappointed on your
1: behalf. Now, my mama just told me to a do. story about Kid Rock today. She says he has a double wide down in Columbia uh, that he has decked out. Really. Yeah, Can she send pictures? That's I don't think she's been there. But she did tell me the story <laughs> you today. Your mom has been there. She's got some stories to tell us. <laughs> but if, it, if my mom reads it on the internet, it's true. It's true. And okay. So <laughs> proceed with caution. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. All right. I'll say my sister randomly had her kind of celebrity sighting, I think, in Nashville. Other than like us being at an event, her seeing someone. Because uh, I know we've been places and I've been like, hey, that's so-and-so, like country music star. And she's like, who? <laughs> yeah. But she went to get her hair cut, uh, or not cut, colored like a week ago. And she texted me. She goes, So I'm at the hair salon. Tanya Tucker just walked in. Well, I was like, What? <laughs> it's random. But that was like her her big thing, like, of Wow, you hear that happening in Nashville. But she just like moseyed on in, talked wow. to the hairdresser.
1: I never know anyone. No. Yeah.
0: I think now someone probably did have to point out to her, like, Hey, that's Tanya Tucker. Yeah. But, um, we grew up with people always saying that in our hometown um in like Melbourne Florida somewhere that there was this one big house in this one area of town where they have like more rich like people live in big plots of land and there was this big gate in front of it that had TT on it and everyone always said that Tanya Tucker had a house there. <laughs> so I've gone my whole life thinking Tanya Tucker had his house there and the one opportunity my sister's there to like she sees her she could probably ask her she's just like no because <laughs> I don't remember that story, and I was like,
2: oh my god,
0: <laughs> we could have found out. <laughs> well, anything about uh, in town that you want to go see? I have no idea what day it is, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't ask serious questions like that. No, um, no, you'll come up with your tourist list on a later. Actually, date. I actually
1: just need y'all to come up with lists and share them with me. Well, okay. so far,
0: you need like redemption at the Ryman. Clearly. You yeah. You, you've got to go to a better show there. That's yeah. just ridiculous. I can not believe
2: bad. what was he even doing at the Ryman? <sighs> I don't no. And then you have to go to the Grand Ole Opry at some point in time. Yes. That and is, sit on the stage. And sit on the stage. Fix that, that is out. a
0: whole great experience. Well, fix, fix it's amazing. That.
2: Okay, well, can I when I went to the Grand Ole Opry, it was actually at the Ryman. So I've never been to the Grand Ole Opry at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah.
0: The new Grand Ole Opry. The the, the wow. Wow. So you still, so technically you've experienced it, but you haven't fully experienced right. it. Right, I went
2: to it one time like a few years ago, when it, I went to a show like in January. Wow. When it, it was the at the Kid Rock. Rock. Now, that is
0: on my list though, I've always wanted to see the Opry at the Ryman. Yeah.
1: Is Kid Rock not Opry? No. No.
0: I <laughs> just joking. No. Oh. oh. No, Lord. he might have been uh, a guest on the, before, but I don't think no. that they've inducted him into the, no. No. <laughs> I'll say once they're like, you got to do the whole backstage tour of Grand Ole Opry. And like, it's, it's such a neat thing. Like they go through and show you all the different dressing rooms. You get to, um, you, you see where the, each Opry member has their own little mailbox on the wall that they can check. And, get their letters in and then you get to go see where the bands are practicing before they go on stage. And then you can actually sit in the pews on the back side of the stage. I mean, it's not the greatest view of the artists as they're performing because you're looking at the back of them in the band, but you're also looking out from like the performers view at the whole audience. It's just amazing. It's also equally cool to sit in the audience and look at them too.
1: <laughs> so where do I sign up to perform? I don't know
0: on that one. <laughs> First, you got to get famous. Done. (laughs) Done. Podcast (laughs) We we can just, Uh, maybe one day we'll just like host the podcast there. Yeah. You know? Goals. (laughs) I mean. Hashtag goals.
2: It's time to drink about it. What are you drinking about, Trina? This week I am
0: drinking about work and gearing up for festival season and trying to survive it at this point in time. You know, a little bubbly goes a long way this week. Mm. Right mm-hmm.
1: now. What are you drinking about, Lindsay? Well, my glass is empty. Hold on, I have a little bit. I am, you know, celebrating my New Year's resolution that I didn't die. Woohoo! Keeping a baby mm-hmm. alive. Woohoo! And she had her first photo shoot woo cheers yeah cheers to to that can i cheers to your baby yeah is that appropriate yes all right well cheers
0: to rory yep i don't know why it wouldn't be you know what and here cheers to you for surviving Mm -hmm. and for your return to the podcast yes Yes. cheers to you
2: glad to be back all right jess what about you uh i am drinking about it is easter coming up soon and I'm really excited about all of the Easter baking that I will soon be doing next week. And I've challenged her to do an Easter cocktail. Ooh. Yes. I'm excited for that. So uh, I have some ideas that I've already have a thinking in my head.
1: Or a champagne-inspired treat. Is, is there such a thing as champagne peeps? Because that might need to happen.
2: Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Let, let me put my drink and thinking cap on. Drink and thinking cap. I think it, like that needs to be <laughs> actually
0: made for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your okay. eyes like lit up when you said that. That is that is going to be Jess's new segment. Yep.
2: <laughs> Jess is going to put a drink and thinking cap on. Uh-huh. Yep. See what she invents and comes up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm drinking about is that I'm putting my drink and thinking cap on and seeing what Easter springtime themed cocktails and baked goods Uh, I can produce for us next week. Nice. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, this week we have a Drink About It submission from Crystal Reister. Um, And she is having a celebratory drink because uh, she's drinking to a full week off of school very soon. This teacher is drinking some champagne all week
1: long. So clearly she is excited for her adult spring break. Heck yeah, Crystal. Get it, girl going to be fun. I'll be off on maternity leave. Just hit me up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so does maternity leave in March just mean like one long spring break? Yes. I mean, you, you can drink now if you want. You're also not sleeping a lot. Not necessarily from partying, but you know, you're probably delirious enough that, you know, you're like a cheap drunk date you know Yeah, I feel drunk half the time there you I'm go so tired it's just just exhaustion yeah you're, you're
2: definitely like a college student on spring yeah. break yeah
0: i mean mostly they just probably drink a nap anyways and have like little bursts of energy between like little spells i mean you're probably good yeah uh-huh. probably good <laughs> it's fine well, well cheers everybody whoop whoop. and welcome
2: back Lindsay. Yeah. yeah and now it's time for champagne trivia uh, so last week's question is, what do you call the ring that is formed by the bubbles when you pour a glass of champagne? So that's when you pour the bubbles and they, they rise up on the glass and they form that, that little ring around the glass. Anybody, anybody want to have any guesses? I have no
0: idea. I know that we called the things that going up the side last time the bubbly trains or something like mm-hmm, that The little
2: bubble train <laughs> bubble train
0: bubble, <laughs> bubble trains um
2: no i'm not sure what is it it is called the colorettes,
1: colorettes. sounds like an std
2: <laughs> i mean you know
0: um so what does that stand for like what is what is a colorette i mean obviously it's bubbles
2: around the top but like what i don't know is that like fringe for something or it sounds pretty French, doesn't it? It does sound pretty French. I think it's just Colorette. I think it's the colorettes. I think it's kind of like the the collar maybe of the you know, it sounds kinda of like a collar. So like champagne a, collar. Yeah, kinda of like the ring around the thing, kind of like a collar. That colourette. makes sense.
0: That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty neat. Learn something new
2: every week on our a- podcast. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so. All right. So what's our what's our new trivia, Lynns? The new champagne trivia question is, first of all, did you know that there are vintage and non-vintage champagnes? No. There are. Well,
0: I mean, I uh, assume
1: old and new champagnes, is that? I mean, like wines? Like I knew they were like aged? Well, right. How, okay, so my question is, how many months does a champagne have to be aged Before it's considered a vintage champagne.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. That's just a good question all around. I've never thought about that. Me neither. Especially when you have so many, like, liquors and wines and stuff like that. I mean, they have to already be aged for so long just to even get to the state where they become a drink, you know,
1: Mm -hmm. Um, and of a certain quality, so... Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's uh, a good one. I'm so, if you want to learn that, yeah, if you want to submit your answer, you can do it on our website, on our Facebook page, and on our Instagram page.
0: That's it for the show this week. Thanks for listening, and thanks for following us on Instagram at the Champagne Way and on Facebook and for submitting each week. Don't forget to submit to The Bubbly Bracket at thechampagneway.com and submit your trivia answers on our Instagram, our Facebook, and on our website under the Champagne Trivia tab. What we may or may not talk about next week, of course, The Bubbly Bracket and what happened with the Sweet 16 and how did the Elite Eight taste? or whatever happened to the 50 shades challenge and are we still going to force my husband and Lindsay's sleep deprived new daddy husband <laughs> to still watch that movie and go through the challenge i vote yes i vote mm-hmm. yes too uh yes yeah that's like three against them so clearly oh clearly. we outnumber them
1: now that's right oh, that's right mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> Thanks to the second sound and to our wonderful producer Marshall, and thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> what? Wait, are Have we you going? You drank
1: too much. Already? <laughs> we I'm are sorry, we're all So hot.